Hello there, you're listening to the Box Office Show. I'm Ryan Hill. And I'm Dylan Johnson. Today we're going to be talking about the box office numbers from last weekend and our box office predictions for this upcoming weekend. We will also be crafting our rosters in the 2024 box office draft to see who will become champion this year. Let's start off with some news. And once again, taking it away from our traditional movie TV news. I wanted to update you, Dylan, since you listened so gracefully in the uh, 40-minute Royal Rumble rant last episode. Mm-hmm. I wanted to give you an update. Please do. And for all the listeners that are so tuned in to this uh, very critical moment. Yes, please. We're so back. We're it so happened, back. Yo. Oh, the, my uh, God, that's crazy. The press conference happened the other day, Thursday in Las Vegas. And we got it. We got a rock that did a heel turn. It was out there calling people Cody crybabies for wanting Cody to finish a story. He brought up a straight up graphic of the family tree. It was like there's one dominant royal family in wrestling, which is like a thing Cody Rhodes says at the beginning of his entrance music all the time. It's like there's more than one royal family. Uh, And so we got it. Cody chose Roman. He started dissing his family a little bit and then the rock slapped cody whoa we're so in it looks like the rock and roman are aligned for now which is the best possible option because it means either he's just gonna get to be a heel this whole time and then turn over to cody's side at wrestlemania or they'll still find a way to have it be like a triple threat but i kind of like the one-on-one with us expecting rock and bloodline to help out roman but then he'll actually Switch sides and help help Cody in Mania. So, dude, The Rock, we're so back. The Rock choosing to take a heel turn is crazy. It is. That's the other thing too. If this was all planned out, which I don't think it was, but if it was, it'd be like their most brilliant storyline, I think, because it would all hinge on the fact of them bringing back The Rock and then expecting him to get booed so heavily at every subsequent appearance, and then everyone getting behind Cody. So I think I think it wasn't the plan. I think they pivoted, but it was a very smart pivot. And for him That's to fully crazy. lean into being the heel is is incredible. But I don't know. I can't wait for yeah, like months and months down the line for them to start explaining actually what happened with this whole story um, and what the plan truly was. But either way, however we got here, planned or not, I'm glad this is the route we're taking. That's wild. Anyway, another news. Percy Jackson season two has been confirmed. Ryan, is that good news or bad news? Yeah or nay? I think it's good news. I think, like I said, it gives them an opportunity to build on what they uh, were getting right in the final few episodes of that first season. So I'm hoping, yeah, the whole team is going to be able to get back together, improve even more. And then I do want them to be able to finish the whole series because that was the thing. The movies only made it to the second book. And then they stop. So I think it deserves to get a full adaptation of like that first five uh, books in the series. So, yeah, mm. I'm happy for them. I'll definitely check it out when it comes back around. Hopefully, though, it's not going to be a two year wait because these kids, I mean, we saw a Stranger Things, you know, these kids are going to yeah. be grown adults by the end of it if they don't hurry up. So hopefully they'll 
get right into shooting in a couple months and then be able to have mm-hmm. it out uh if not the end of this year it's like the very very beginning of 2025 so they can keep a little consistent uh, yeah you know turnout absolutely all right we also have david leach director of bullet train and john wick among many others including fall guy coming out later this year he's in talks to direct the next jurassic movie which currently is dated for July 2025, which feels extremely soon. It's very, very quick. Didn't the last one come out in 2021 or 2022? 2021? Yeah. And this is a film that still, I mean, we know who the writer is. We don't know the progress on his writing. And again, they're still figuring out the director and the cast and all this, let alone shooting, let alone post-production for all the CGI. So I don't know why they're like trying to get it so quick. Like, just let it let it sit, let it marinate. I don't know why they're pushing so much. So I, I imagine the state will get moved. It'll get pushed, probably. But probably we will see. Universal, they want that yeah. dinosaur money. Yeah, they do. It could possibly be on next year's draft. We'll see. Very true. Very true. And last but not least, Spike Lee and Denzel Washington have announced that they are reuniting for a new movie. Have you heard about this, Ryan? I sure have. I'll let you take oh, it. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Spike Lee and Denzel Washington will be reuniting with A24 to remake Akira Kurosawa's High and Low, which in our Kurosawa episode, I don't remember which one. I think we've done two now, right? Yeah, Probably just did. the one. Part I don't remember which episode we did, but we talked about High and Low in one of them. It was a samurai episode and a non-samurai episode. And uh, High and Low is my favorite Akira Kurosawa movie. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I popped off in that. Uh, episode talking about it and I was able to convince you to go from a four and a half to a five on it just from argument alone which is one of my most impressive feats on this on this podcast I highly recommend it and I love Spike Lee and I love Denzel Washington so I'm praying I'm praying to God that it's good I'm hoping 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 that they remake it really really well because the last time I saw Spike Lee remake something it was old boy and it did not go well so please God please God 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 please God make this good yeah, again, it's one of those things where do we need the High and Low remake? Not sure that we did, but the idea of Denzel especially being like the main the character for this is so exciting. Strong choice. Strong uh, choice. We'll bring it to you know a whole new audience. I never was able to see the correct one, even though I should definitely seek it out. I mean, like he's such said, a good pick for the role. He can do it so well. Denzel's yeah, he's such a good actor. Fantastic. So uh, I'm very intrigued by it. I'll definitely see it. Um, but yeah, as you and I talked about on that episode, I mean, we were raving about it. Still think that first hour is just perfection and oh high and God, low. Yeah. It can't get better than that. So yeah, it's a brilliant film. It'll be fascinating to see how Spike Lee does his, uh, his take on it, how he makes it a Spike Lee joint. So yeah. I watched it. it. I watched it again, like a few months ago, I think just cause I wanted to Dude, the shot of the killer when he's in the bushes and he has the, the reflective sunglasses on. It's an all-timer. Dude, it's so good. <laughs> oh, my God. What a great movie. All right, let's do our box office breakdown for February 2nd to February 4th. Coming in first place was Argyle with $17.4 million, A measly, measly $17.4 million. That is abysmal. $200 million budget. Did you know Terrible. That? That's crazy. I did not know that. That is insane. That is way too high. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. And it's been like in post-production for the longest time. Like they shot that years and years ago, like still during the like pandemic mm. phase where they had to take That's all the productions on set. So 
maybe that's why the money, uh, the budget ended up skyrocketing. I'm not sure, but yeah, that is tragic. A big oof. Uh, but it is an Apple TV Plus production, so I guess this is all the icing on the cake for them because otherwise it would have just went to the streaming service. But dang, I'm sure they were hoping for more mm-hmm. than just this. Uh, but yeah, in second place, we had The Chosen Season 4, Episodes 1 through 3, with 5.9 million. This has become a staple in recent years of The Chosen television series, throwing some episodes in the multiplex, and people will go out and see it consistently. Like, it always would end up in the top 10, then it climbed up to being top 5, now it's in top 2. I mean, yeah. this is amazing. So, yeah, The Chosen continuing to rake in the money from the uh, faith-based crowd. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Jason State of the Beekeeper follows up relatively closely with 5.2 million. Wonka with 4.6 million. It's bringing its domestic total to 200 million. 200 million now. That's amazing. Illuminations Migration with 4.1 million bringing its domestic total just past the century mark, 100 million. Impressive. Mean Girls with 3.8 million. Womp womp. Anyone but you with 3.4 million. American Fiction, 2.3. Poor Things, 2.1. And Aquaman, 2, rounding out the uh, the top 10 with 1.9 million. Its domestic total is now 120 million. And our box office predictions for February 9th to February 11th. There are two big things happening this weekend. Lisa Frankenstein, which is uh, it's one of the Sprouse twins. It's like a rom-com about Frankenstein with one of the Sprouse twins. Is my very brief understanding of it. I'm going to yeah, say seven million. Um, yeah, might be a little I mean, high. I think that uh, is around the range it'll get. I'll say eight million, just to have some division between us. But yeah, I think it'll be under ten million yeah. because most people will be watching the Super Bowl and. With Taylor Swift being in attendance, we know it'll be the guys and the gals will be glued to the screens on that one. So, yeah, not, I mean, that's why usually it always is a dead weekend when it's the Super Bowl. Lisa Frankenstein is the only one that's coming out, and that's more of just a, you know, get in theaters the weekend before mm-hmm. Valentine's Day. So, probably during the week, it'll see like more success, honestly, than uh, during this weekend. For sure. But, yeah. What, uh, what team do you want to win the Super Bowl? Chiefs or 49ers? I'm not sure. I, uh, I've i looked pick. into Brock Purdy's story a little bit mm-hmm. of like how he, he was the last, I forget what the exact like term is that they call it, but he was like the last possible draft pick. Um, and mm-hmm. so that's like the whole thing of like, wow, no one wanted you. And then things happened with the 49ers and he ended up having to be the quarterback and then they do incredible. And that was like last season. So then he got to start this season and then they were able to be really dominant for a lot of it. Um, and so I kind of like that. Like it's his second year or third year or something like that. So he's like very mm-hmm. new and it's his first chance in there. And I kind of like that. You just love a good story. story. I do. You know, I do. So uh, I don't know. That's that. why I always root for the Eagles. Anytime the Eagles win, it's a good story. <laughs> so, so yeah, that, that compels me. Um, and yeah, I mean, Mahomes and the Chiefs, I mean, they got it multiple times before. They just got it last year. So I'm like, I don't know. I kind of want to see the 49ers get the win just because you never know if they'll get back. And I know for sure, like Mahomes and them are going to come back. I mean, he's definitely the next Tom Brady. So yeah, yeah he'll get another chance. I kind of hope, yeah, Brock Purdy can get 
his ring on this one in case he never gets another chance at it. What about you? Are you Chiefs or uh, 49ers? I'm 49ers. Yeah. It just feels like they're building up for a movie moment for Travis Kelsey. And the, like, if this was the WWE, they would 100% have the Chiefs win by like a, a very close margin just so Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift could have their rush on the field moment. Dude, all the conspiracy theories case. about that. <laughs> that if they're this like, was the yeah, WWE, they were rigged. rigged. It's rigged so that Taylor Dude, I watched the game purple. between the, the Ravens and the Chiefs. I was watching it at work and, uh, those refs were missing some calls and making some crazy other ones. Like it was, it was a little bit wild. Maybe the Ravens definitely roughing the passer is crazy. Roughing the, the passer is crazy. In the second, they did. There were there were sometimes where they just flubbed that fucking ball. There were two passes that just were atrocious that cost them the game for sure, one hundred percent. But other than that, on top of that, on top of them flubbing those two passes, roughing the passer, that's crazy. There was no roughing the passer. He was tackling the passer. Get the fuck out of here. Wow, Pass over the right. pass, he tackled him. That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Dylan will be playing, paying close attention to the refs this Super Bowl yep. game to make sure there's no uh, foul play here. San Fran will win. Over, over my dead body, I will let the Chiefs win. I will use my omniscient power to make it so. And they took out your Eagles last year, right? Wasn't that the thing? Or no? I, have, I don't know. in the same division, I think. I don't actually watch the Eagles that tightly. But I will. I think I'm going <laughs> to get into football much more this this following season this fall I mean, you've been singing that tune uh, for a couple of years now there's like well, i didn't do it like, i didn't do it this past year now. not this past year but the year before i was like i'm gonna get into football and i wanted to be a tampa bay buccaneers fan because it's a the closest team b a mm-hmm. florida team mm-hmm. and c they were doing well you know quite recently so i was like all right i'll be a bucks fan and that year that i watched Tom Brady was just fucking up left and right. <laughs> Holy shit. It was when Gronk had left, so that motherfucker can't pass to anyone else but Gronk. Like, he just doesn't know how to do it. It was atrocious. Not a single pass made. Horrible. Bombed two games straight that I watched. I watched two games, fucking got demolished in both of them, and I went, I fucking give up. I had, I bought, like, a Buccaneers, like, flag to put in my room because I thought it would be really cool to, like, really? fully support oh, them. No. Yes. And I was like, they are atrocious. I give so up. Where is that flag least, now? It's just hidden away it's in a somewhere. Box somewhere. Yeah, it's in a box. <laughs> At the very least, as an Eagles fan, if they lose, I can just be super passionate about them still because Eagles fans are the most, some of the most passionate fans in the world. They will be diehard Eagles fans until the day they die. And there are a couple teams like that, but the Eagles are one of them for sure. The Eagles will never root for anyone but the Eagles. And I, I appreciate that. Whereas Bucks fans, you'll find Bucks, diehard Bucks fans, but. Some of them are very non-committal, myself included. <laughs> like yourself, yeah. <laughs> myself included. So I'm gonna. I think I'm just gonna pick Eagles because there's just no Orlando team. If there was an Orlando team, I'd be diehard to the day I die. But the whole uh, the Rock football uh, organization, he finally bought <laughs> it out. And it's, it's starting to take off, but he got rid of the Orlando team. Tisk. So uh, I Absolutely. can't be a fan of that. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So Eagles all the way, I guess. Go birds! All right, now we're, we a Dolphins house in this one. Fins up. Dolphins has been a good fans, yo. Dude. Four decades of trash, and we're still with it. <laughs> Let's keep the going. The Dolphins have been doing decent the last year or so. Well, yeah, last year there's like the the uptick that they had, and yet yeah. we find a way to absolutely fumble the bag. Let's go. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah. again, in the next few years, they'll they'll be able to make something happen. 
I thought this one was the one that promised season, but sorry, bro. You know, we'll have to wait a little bit more. Sorry, bro. The Chiefs, they, they're the ones that took out the Dolphins, so that's another reason to root against them. Yeah, there so, you go. Uh, the 49ers. Yeah. I think I'm San Fran. Yeah, I think I'm locked in now for that. Let's go. You and me both. Dude, you, we should do a Super Bowl party. That'd be fun. Let's do it. You hosting? Yeah, sure. You can come to my place. I just got to figure out how to play it on the TV. I don't know if I have cable. Oh, Buy it somewhere. Well, uh, yeah, we'll have to leave that. Um, but yeah, that could be fun. All right. The 2024 box office draft. Let's get into it. Our I'm so ready. Fourth year. So let's go over the rules and we'll get into our coin toss and then the selections and all that. And then our, our debrief afterwards. Mm-hmm. So as usual, five films to a roster. We calculate using the worldwide gross. Uh, and only domestic films are eligible. So China always pumps out a few that end up in the top 10. However, we are not going to count any of those. Those will not be eligible. Only domestic films. And then we count the gross through the first month of the following year. So that would be 2025 in this case. So our December releases have a fair shot as well. And then we have the wild card clause, which is we can swap out one film on our roster with another film that has yet to come out if that film has underperformed or if the film hasn't yet come out, but then we decide we want a new one that is fast approaching and we want that in our roster instead. And then for the COVID clause slash strike clause slash act of God clause, we have the, uh, the situation where if a film gets removed from the slate for some reason, we have what three weeks or a month? Three weeks. To, uh, Let's just say a month. Let's call it a month. It sounds it. better. You have a month to refill it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, a month in order to find another selection, which does not count as your wild card pick. Correct. But it is, you know, a, a choice that you have to make in order to refill the roster, so to speak. Mm-hmm. All right. So those are the rules. Now let's get into the selections and while you prepare the coin toss so you were saying coming into this you've never felt more prepared for a box office draft is that right i've done more research than any other time we've done this every other time i've done this i've bullshit some numbers together and just guessed and i got really lucky last year with barbie and then the the swap with oppenheimer but uh this time i'm not doing any weird wild card picks i put in good hard honest research and i'm gonna be i'm gonna be very very strategic in the next 10 minutes when we do our picks so that I can do the math to try and come out on top. Theoretically. All right. Are you ready for the coin flip? I sure am. What are you calling it? Uh, Let's go with heads. All right. He's calling it heads. It's tails. Let's go. Ah, Let's go, baby. Oh God. That is, that is a big dub for me. I'm not going to lie. I really needed to win the coin toss. All right. Are you yeah. ready for my first pick? Let's review the tape. Hold on. You got the red the flag tape. thrown That's down. Crazy. You hate to see it. That's stupid. Yeah, I told you. Torch. Are they, is like, why do you think Google has their like coin, but it's not like the American quarter? What do you think? The I reason don't is know. For that? I have do you no think idea. That, are I think they just trying to be like accessible to all? Yeah, I think all uh, nations. 
Yeah, they don't want to have to. I don't. Think, I don't think they just want to like adapt. It's just a generic looking coin. It has a woman. It wouldn't be like inside. a copyright or anything, right? Like there's this is like a this is like a Greek thing. thing. It looks like it's got like a Greek does, goddess yeah, on the other thing. side. It has like a basin with fire. Yeah, that's fascinating. It is. I don't know why that stuck out to me this time, but uh, yeah, that torch. It was not fun seeing that pop up. All right, so you have the, my uh, first choice. The first choice. So you're feeling confident. You're going into this. Let's make your first selection. I'm going to choose something a little more bold. There are some more safer picks on my list for sure, but I'm going to go bold out the gate and say something that has a bit more of a, a wider range of possibility could be a lot lower than some of the other ones. There are other ones that are more guaranteed to be higher, but I'm going to go a little wild here. I'm going to say Inside Out 2. Okay. Fascinating. So you're number one, Inside Out 2. I'm writing this down. Mm-hmm. Inside Out to Pixar, starting off the list. I believe it's the first time Pixar film has uh, led the pack like that. All right, I am going to choose for my first selection, in the same vein as you, an animated film, Despicable Me 4. Strong, strong choice, strong choice. Had to be, had to be in there. Strong choice, strong choice. I'm going to follow you up with a pretty strong choice that I think is going to hit very, very hard. I think it'll be the last of its kind, possibly, this year. I'm going to go with Deadpool 3. It's tough. It's a tough break to not get Deadpool 3 on my team. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Hate to see it. Um, Okay, fascinating, fascinating. We're going to do something a little out of turn here. I'm going to switch things up. Okay, okay. I'm going to go for... A brand new film that has hit the, uh, the announcements this past week. We didn't know it existed. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Now we do know it exists. And it shook things up in my list. And uh, it's not my like second choice. But I'm going to pick it now. Because I think I feel good about it. Moana 2. All right. Is on All right. my list. That is a that is a shakeup for sure. You could You could make good money on that. I'm hoping so. All right, your third selection. And so you didn't do your uh, your little game of the, the wheel? No, I didn't. No, I'm, oh. I'm being a little more serious this time, yeah. Because the wheel fucked me over last time. <laughs> he picked Ant-Man Quantumania. Like, that, <laughs> that didn't work. Um, all right. I suppose, suppose there's just one strong option that I should... There's two possibly strong options, but I'm hoping that if I pick this one, I have two options to make. And I'm feeling if like if I pick one, there's a chance you'll pick the other one. But if you don't pick the other one, I could get both. And I know I have a feeling I know what your next choice is gonna be, and I'm gonna try and steal it now before you can get it. Uh-huh. I'm gonna go with Joker 2. Alright. Fascinating stuff, fascinating stuff. Both of the uh the big superhero hitters on your team. Yep. Which I'm not proud of, but I had to pick it. It'll be the last of its kind, I think. I think this will be the last year where those are so high up. Very true. Uh, all right. I'm going to go with an interesting choice here as well. A lot of doubt is out there about this one, but I don't know. We'll talk about in the debrief. Could make or break. Yeah. But we shall see. Don't say it. Go don't with, say it. No, I don't know if this would be yours. I'd be very surprised. 
I'm gonna go with uh, Mufasa. God damn it! God damn it! It was yours. Okay, wow. fuck. <sighs> All right, take Mufasa. Fine. Take Mufasa. Mufasa. All right, your next selection, your fourth. As a go fuck yourself to you, I'm gonna take Dune I'm Two. I'm going to kill you. I'm gonna come there and choke you out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna rock take Dune Two. I'm gonna crossroads you. God dang it. <laughs> this is go fuck yourself. You shouldn't have taken Mufasa, you asshole. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, wow, a Lion King film and then a Dune film. Okay, yeah. How yeah, dare you make me choose fair, between my fair. children, Sophie's Joyce? Yep. Um, yeah, I'm going to right. kill one of them. So my fourth selection, I'm going to go with, shout out to Ezra, shout out to Lily. No shot. Godzilla X-Kong. Wow. All right, now I got to do a little bit of math because the last pick, my my like top eight were pretty strong. Top seven, top eight were pretty strong. Mm-hmm. And everything else beyond it was a little bit close for me so i'm gonna have to do the math on what i think you're gonna make and what i think i'm gonna make so far on my roster so real quick math what? how could this factor into your calculations just pick the next best one no 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 because no. because there are some that are close and there's some that are more sure things than other sure things but they're all like really close in numbers i want to know if i could take a risk or if i really need a sure thing here if i have room to play oh it's close Ooh, it's so close. All right. God, there's a lot of good choices left. There's two. There's two really strong things I could pick from for my last one. And I don't know which one I want to go with. Mm. I'm going to go with Mission Impossible 8. Okay. Fascinating choice. We'll uh, we'll loop back on that. But my number ten, my final choice. I'm I'm chasing the uh, the Top Gun Maverick, the Barbie. I was like, what could it? it be? This was like, yeah, the thing that was haunting me in my dreams, man. I'm like, what would be the one? And so my like wild card pick, essentially, I'm gonna go with Twisters crazy we'll talk about that uh the logic behind that later on um but yeah so that that is the list all right well so let's, let's read out, let's review let's read it. out. Yeah, real quick. mine was inside out 2 deadpool 3 joker 2 dune 2 and mission impossible 8 all sequels isn't that crazy uh yeah i mean they're all every single one is a sequel um despicable me 4 moana 2 mufasa i guess that's a prequel Godzilla X Kong and then Twisters. Uh, so that's it's my selection. Um, so there's a wrinkle here. Yeah, I don't think Mission Impossible Eight is coming out. What? Then why did you let me pick it? <laughs> you said you did the most research you've ever done. How could you have missed that Mission Impossible Eight probably isn't coming out this year? Is that on the slate? Like, where did you see that? At? Did you just assume that it was like? I thought it was scheduled out this year. Did they push it? I I don't think it's on the list this year. Oh my god, you're right. They did push it. What the hell? Why did you let me pick it? <laughs> you son of a bitch. It's a good thing I wasn't gonna pick uh twisters, twisters anyway. Yeah. So I'll just yeah, I'll repick. You schmuck. You're such an ass. You just wanted twisters. 
I didn't know if you had some insight I didn't know. I mean, you got your guys at Paramount. I don't know if you and Tom Cruise are running around like that. So, all right, all right, all right. I'll pick a different movie. Oh, man. <laughs> this has never happened before in the draft. Perhaps. Well, I wasn't going to pick Twisters anyway, so I'm not upset. Like, it's whatever. Um, oof. I might go for a more wild pick now, now that I can't get Mission Impossible. I might go for something a little more wild that has the potential to make good money, but also has the potential to flop. Say it. I don't want to pick another superhero movie. There is a superhero movie that I think is... Oh, God, should I go to the superhero movie? It's so... Three superhero movies? I don't want three. I don't want three. That's so, like, so I don't funny, though, if you had all the superhero movies. Oh. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that, though. Um, I'm going to go with... Dude, I'm, it's two animated movies that I'm debating between. Or I could go for a real wild card. I, uh, Hang on, let I'm me do one. one. Let me go through one quick research real quick. One little bit of research, interesting. Just very, very quickly. While he's doing that. Oof, Oof it's close. Oof. I wonder what it could be. We'll have to really sucks. these selections afterwards. Mm. I might have to be strategic about it. I think... Don't do it. I'm going to go with... Don't you dare. Kung Fu Panda 4. Oh, that wasn't the one I thought you were going for. Okay. I'm going to do Kung Fu Panda 4. Because I have a plan. I think Kung Fu Panda 4... It's going to work. Oh. Well, well I guess right. it actually either way it wouldn't matter. But my reasoning is Kung Fu Panda 4 is coming out really, really soon. And I will know very quickly whether or not it's a hit. And I can use my wild card to replace it. Everything else I'm pretty sure is going to be fire. So if, if there was one I wanted to risk, it would be that last one. And because it's coming out so soon, I will know in like a month or two whether or not I should swap. Bro, this sucks. Why do you have Why? so many of the films that I want to root for? Yeah, like, go fuck yourself. The, your list is like my. I picked Inside Out two because you loved it. My most I picked Deadpool three because you loved it. I picked Dune two because you loved it. Bruh, what's wrong with you? All right, let's go through our uh, our logic behind these picks. Yeah, I will say going into this one, you were like, I've done the most research ever. I'm the most mm-hmm. confident I've been. Yeah, I've been sitting at like seven films for like a month oh. i did not know what the rest were going to be like uh, there was yeah. four solid hits it's hard for sure which were our top four selections just yeah absolutely four Deadpool three inside out two joker two i'm like these yeah. are the clear hits well obviously um, yeah and then i was like there's a couple others that i feel like we'll do decently but then the rest yeah. i'm like i have no way no idea which way this is gonna go um and so yeah like coming into this i i was making my final decision like earlier this morning of like what was going to be my wild card was going to be my pre wild card pick. Uh, and then the coin toss also was tough because what I wanted, I was like, okay, I don't want to be <laughs> left with trying to find this out. Hopefully he'll choose one of the ones I'm not worried about. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get first picks and I'll get a better chance of, if you had the coin toss came out, it was like, okay, so that's the five. So if I get three of those five, that'd be great. Yeah. But you ended up getting three of those five, which is yeah. not great. So, if you if you had gotten the coin toss, what would have been your first pick? Would it still been Despicable Me Four? Yeah. Okay. So I was debating between Inside Out and Despicable Me Four because I think those are going to be the two biggest hits of the year to me. I think they're going to be high heavy hitters. 
and I think Inside Out 2 is more of a risk. I think it has a, a wider range of possibility. I put 700 to like a little over a billion. I think it could fall into that range. And then yeah. Deadpool or this with me four, I was like guaranteed one billy. Like it's it's gonna make a billion dollars. Exactly. Yeah. And I was Based like, do on- I want to make the guarantee, or do I want to think that Inside Out Two could pull Barbie numbers or Mario numbers and just like be a big, huge hit in the summer? And I went Great. for the risk, a because I knew you would want Inside Out Two, just personally, and B, I just like taking the risk. I feel like this people with me is gonna be a risk though. It's like guaranteed seven hundred mil. It's yeah, definitely it's, it's the most it's still gonna do really really good. But Despicable Me Four was a guaranteed one billion dollars. Like that 100%. is true. So yeah, it's the only things. one on the list that's guaranteed one billion. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Despicable Me Four, based on all the previous entries and the minions, they just keep going up. Just came out twenty twenty two. That almost got a billion nine hundred fifty million. So Despicable Me Four, a mainline entry of the franchise, still clearly there's a lot of love yeah. for it, and then they might hit him up with another. Gentle Minions meme trend that can help it out. Yeah. So, yeah, I think like over nine hundred million for sure. Yeah. Billy is probably locked. Um, for you, Inside Out too. Yeah, I mean, the first Inside Out was by far the most beloved, like post two thousands Pixar movie. It made mm-hmm. something north of eight hundred million. Yeah. Uh, so this much. I think nostalgia is gonna hit hard. Sequel, yeah, is gonna bring a lot of people but it's still such a like great concept and easily accessible idea so people are going to go see it uh even if they haven't seen that first one i feel like but then we'll definitely you know rewatch on disney plus before going to see it i think it has billion dollar potential yeah i think it is a lock basically for like 750 million yeah for sure so yeah it's a great great pick uh deadpool 3 so an r-rated film it's gonna be a heavy hitter. And a superhero film, but will it be impervious to the uh, superhero fatigue? I, yeah, think, I think so. so. This is my number Very two strongly. on my list of the ideal selections. I it's very possible. Again, the R rating puts a ceiling on it, but it's gonna be no way home for all the Fox superhero films. But more importantly, I mean Deadpool on its own, which was always treated sort of as a standalone has been immensely popular. Like they both got over 700 million. This is the third one plus Wolverine plus MCU plus the whole multiversal factor, which you know, they're going to, you know, be joking around with. So Mm -hmm. I feel like people are going to come out to see this and it benefit. It's benefited by the fact that it's the only Marvel, you know, MCU film. I guess there's all the Sony Marvel films, but uh, the only main like MCU film and one of, again, like two or three truly heavy hitter superhero films. So it's it's going to be an event film even more because of that. Oh, yeah. Big time. I think Moana 2 is an interesting choice. I think I, I heard about it this week and I just wasn't 100% sure it was coming out. But if it is coming out, it's coming out at the tail end of the year, right? Mm-hmm. My big worry with that is risk of being pushed. I don't think it'll be pushed, but because it just got announced and it's just coming out at the end of the year, it feels a little rush and they could push it, which would be fucked, but strong choice still. I mean, Moana, it could have that frozen two kind of potential where it just rakes in crazy money. Yeah. So that it was initially, they were working it as a TV series, but then they've made it into, you know, a movie. So a lot of it has already been worked on. I guess now they're just going to. Dude, how sad would you be if they went straight to Disney plus? 
Well, it won't because I mean, it went from a series to a, a theatrical film, so I'm not going to backtrack that. But Moana, the first one, made almost seven hundred million, mm-hmm. and since then, it has become a streaming juggernaut. Yeah, on Disney Plus, it is always in the top ten, and like has been since that thing has released. Like people rewatch that thing like crazy. So I think mm-hmm. because of that, it's a like very highly anticipated movie. People love it. I think people are going to go out and see it. It definitely yeah. it was a shakeup because yeah, it just got announced earlier this week, um, and so I was like, where do I factor this in? But I feel like especially since you know Disney has not been doing so great lately with a lot of their other animated works, I feel like this one being a sequel to establish franchise, one that's very beloved, has a lot of rewatchability on Disney Plus, that first one mm-hmm. coming out towards the end of the year, the holiday season, big family film. I think it's gonna break in quite a lot of money. So I'm hoping we'll go it'll get uh over eight hundred million. Yeah. I that's what I wrote. I put eight hundred million next I to when you said it. Maybe like a you know billion dollar potential. I think eight hundred million is is more strong of a guess. It just needs it needs to have that uh you know viral factor with the songs. Like if it has yeah one really great song and it's all over TikTok and stuff like that, mm-hmm. I feel like uh it'll be able to get closer to that. If not though, I still feel like it'll be pretty huge. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's why I got Moana 2, which was a shakeup. Initially it was, and even on my list, it was number five. I had Joker 2 before it, but let's talk about it. So Joker 2, you ended up selecting it. Yeah. I didn't want to. You didn't want to. Because uh, I don't really want it on my roster because I wasn't a fan of the first one. But the first one made a billion dollars. I think this one is going to have a drop off, but I think it's guaranteed 750 at least. I think it's going to be very heavy front loaded. And depending on whether people like it or not, will determine whether it has legs, but I think it's guaranteed worldwide 750 at least. Yeah, I agree with that. It's going to be R-rated again, so there's a a ceiling Mm -hmm. on it. But the first one is immensely popular. And this one, there could be like a Barbenheimer effect within a single movie of like Mm -hmm. the Joker fans coming to see like a sequel to that film. And then lady gaga fans coming to see the joker <laughs> musical version yeah. you know the harley quinn aspect yeah. so that's the one element where it's like okay it could they're they're making like a lot of crossover things. of the yeah the male and female audience so it's broadly appealing yeah we'll see we'll see how that goes but that that was the other thing that was making me want to select it is it could just yeah have that runaway barbenheimer effect but within one single movie mm-hmm. so so we if I, for jo- for my pick for Joker 2, if I picked Mufasa instead, would your pick have been Joker 2 next? Yeah. All right. So no matter what. Okay. I just got to hope that Joker 2 does better than Mufasa. Otherwise, I, I've shot myself in the ass. Yeah. So let's talk about it. Mufasa, the uh, the lion in the room. The first Dude. Lion King. Yeah. That's the live action remake, the 2019 yeah. one. Obviously not the, the original, original, the of true course. one and only Lion King. That made $1.6 billion to this day, still yeah. in the top 10 films Insane. all time. Insane numbers. It is the highest grossing animated film since it was CGI created. Um, and this is the prequel to that with Barry Jenkins. Yeah, dude. As the director. So here's what I'm thinking. Okay. In the same way you're like Greta Gerwig, 
guarantees quality on Barbie. Barry Jenkins guarantees quality on this. Fair. I'm hoping. The writer for it is not good. But oh, really? Who is it? He's, uh, I forget his exact name, but he wrote Crystal Skull. Let's pull it up. Uh-oh. Lion King. Uh-oh. Mufasa. Crystal Skull's so not gonna, a good sign. We're going to air this uh, this man's catalog out right Live now. Reveal. Exactly. Jeff Nathanson. So mm. he's written Jeff. Speed 2. Cruise oh, God. Rush Hour 2 and 3. I haven't seen those. Rush but... Hour 2 is good. I haven't seen Rush Hour 3. Okay. Rush Hour 2 is good. So that's not great. Indiana Jones came the Crystal Skull. Not great. Tower Heist, which I actually did enjoy as a kid. Mid. I haven't yeah. seen it recently, but I thought it was Pirates mid. of the Caribbean, yeah. Dead Men Tell No Tales. That's the 2017 Uh-oh. one, the most recent Uh-oh. one. Not good. Then The Lion King, 2019. Then Young Woman in the Sea, which comes out this year. So we don't know that. However, he has worked with Spielberg twice. The Terminal and Catch Me If You Can. Catch Me If You Can is good. I'm not the biggest fan of it, honestly. So really, take or leave that one. Yeah. Um. So not not the greatest track record that we have here, especially as far as blockbusters go. Um. Yeah, so dude, Speed Two is a heavy on. hit. Speed Two is not great. Yeah, I mean, he he's had. I just feel like Mufasa is going to be such a personal story, like even more personal than the original Lion King, to like tell Mufasa's journey. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be like Mufasa and Scar and their whole like upbringing and that. And then it's going to have uh, Timon and Pumbaa essentially telling Kiara, like, uh, you know, Simba and Nala's son, or sorry, daughter. Um, so I think it'll still have some of that, like, okay, these are familiar characters. They're going to have cameos from, you know, Simba and, and Nala and all that. Mm-hmm. But it's going to be going back to Mufasa. So it's an original story. So not another like live action adaptation. So it has at least a bit of originality there. However, it's a double-edged sword because it's like, okay, people don't have the nostalgia factor of seeing the same story and the same characters and the same songs. I also don't know if it's going to be a musical or not, if they're going to write any songs for it. So that's a potential knock against it. And then, yeah, the animation, that's just tough. I mean, people went out and saw the 2019 one and the novelty apparently was enough for people to love it. Again, people went out in droves. Will that, seeing that again, having already seen it once before, will it have the same sort of magic and novelty factor? I'm not sure, but I'm hoping, again, with Barry Jenkins behind behind the helm, it'll be able to definitely emphasize more of the emotion for yeah. animals. And there's got to be something. I, like, I refuse to believe that it's just a paycheck for him. Like, obviously, this is like, okay. He gets a he's gonna get a pretty a good big pay. house, and he gets like essentially financial security for the rest of his life with this. But I'm hoping there's like something else to the story as well that like made him want to come in and and do this in the same way that like Greta Gerwig came to Barbie and put her own touch on it. I feel like Jenkins will do that for this one. Um, but we have also seen how billion dollar films, Aquaman, the Marvels, have crumbled in their sequels. Could Mufasa? follow that same path i'm not sure i also looked (laughs) i did talk about doing the math i did Mm. the math on what would happen like what number uh mufasa would get yeah if it had the same fall as aquaman marvels but then also two other live action 
films that got a sequel and or prequel. So it was Maleficent because that did really well. But then it Mm. and the the sequel didn't do so hot. It was a 35 percent drop from the original. So that would still make Lion King a billion dollar film if it drops 35 percent. It would be 1.035 billion. If it suffers the uh, Alice in Wonderland, the looking glass. So the sequel to that first one, because mm-hmm. remember that one got a billion, which is crazy yeah. to think about. Um, but the sequel did terribly. It only made like 200, mm-hmm. 300 million, something like that. So if it suffers a 60% drop. Mm. It'll drop a billion and get to 663 million. Which is still good. Imagine that you lose a billion from your predecessor and you're still 663. That's like yeah. great. Um, hopefully My, we'll not following the footsteps of like Captain Marvel and, uh, the other ones. Cause that would definitely be a, a massive, yeah. take it away. This was, up. this was number five on my list. It was like, the range was ridiculous on it for me. I put anywhere between 500 million and over a billion. Like it will fall in there. Yeah. It, it was like, be, it could be huge or it could bomb. Or like one, like I just have no idea. Yeah, I just have no idea. It could do really, really well, or it could do like mid numbers i just wasn't sure so i was like it was something i would take a risk on and if you hadn't said mufasa it definitely would have been my fourth pick and i i think at that point i would have been locked in as the winner but you took mufasa you son of a bitch yeah i mean had to but again it's a huge risk it's probably the biggest risk aside from the other selection i have so i'm sort of locked in with like one of these big risks needs to pay off yeah Um, but that's what i'm hoping for i'm looking for the the top gun maverick and the thing with mufasa like it kind of is functioning as that because no one believes in this film, dude. People are doubting it like crazy. Yeah, I saw that online but, too. And I was like, how could you doubt a sequel to a $1.6 billion movie? Like, it's going to do some kind of numbers that will be impressive no matter what. $600 million is still good. Like, Yeah, but that's what I'm saying though. Like, people love The Lion King. Again, the yeah. original Lion King was the biggest animated film ever until Frozen. And then the live action adaptation of The Lion King currently is the biggest animated film ever, still beating out Frozen 2. So it's yeah. like, it is uh like a franchise onto its own it plays by its own rules even though again i hated the live action adaptation mm-hmm. this one again i wish it was the 2d animation style for it or at least yeah. a more blended version of it but um i'm curious by what barry jenkins is going to do and i'm definitely going to go see it because i mean come on it's a, it's a lion king film mufasa, so, yeah. most people are going to be like that especially mufasa yeah an iconic character people have always been interested in Mufasa and Scar's backstory. So I feel like people will go and see this. So I don't know. It could it could sink me, but I feel like there's enough here to believe that Mufasa could pull out I still a think it's a good choice. Surprising surprising uh display. Yep. As far as box office. And then I took Dune 2 from you because uh I couldn't let you have it. I just You gave me the opening, bro. It was like there was no other choice. There was no other choice. Dune 2 was just the next choice. And because it's a lock for like 550 to 600 million. Like it's a lock for it, for sure. I hate you. You know it's true. What is you the, uh, would you say what is the number that you're going to give it? What's 550 to 600 million. Somewhere yeah. in there. I think, I think it's a very tight range. I think it's going to land in there pretty tightly. I think so too. Um, yeah. I was saying like 650 million. It could get up maybe. to. Maybe, yeah. I don't, I don't see it going past 700. They're calling it his Empire Strikes Back, bro. Come on. Christopher Nolan. God damn, dude. That's crazy. So That's high praise. It really is. So I will be there in attendance, opening night, hating the fact that I can't root for its box office success. But I do hope that it makes 
an incredible amount of money. It deserves way over $650 million. Uh, and I hope we definitely get that sequel as well, Dune Messiah. Have you seen the people who like put the picture up of Austin Butler as Fade Rafa, but they do his they do the impression of him talking as Fade Rafa, but it's just Elvis? No. <laughs> They'll have like the picture of him and it'll be bald and pale and, and then it'll have like the quote and it'll just be like, Mama, they want me to control the spices. <laughs> but they have to have me uh have to fight this Muadib fella. I gotta go get him. I gotta go That's kill him. Amazing. Gotta get him. Really good. Let the spice flow. Let the spice flow. <laughs> And then I will control Arrakis. Oh, that's gonna be great. He looks awesome in that. I I am excited for Dune two, even though Dune one was a little mid for me. I, I'm still excited for Dune two. Yeah, people keep saying that, but y'all will soon be believers. I mean, yeah, Dune two. If Dune two is the Empire Strikes Back, then yeah. I have seen it. Okay, I have been in tune with the spice. <laughs> I was able to foresee what was happening. The you are omniscient. Yes, and I knew what was the correct path. And so y'all are just catching up and joining me on that path. So well, you're right. joining me on that path because I'm raking in the money for it. Well, yeah. That's yeah, go fuck yourself. That pisses yeah. me off. Godzilla X Kong. So yep. this is my next choice. Where was this going to be on your list? This had to be your next choice too, right? Uh, my ranking was Dune 2, Mission Impossible. And then I was debating between Godzilla X Kong and Venom 3. Gotcha. Yeah, so Ven, uh, well, we'll get to Venom 3, like our alternates a little later on, but Godzilla X Kong, I thought it had a, a really good shot at getting 550 to 600 million, like somewhere around there. I was following yeah. around 450 to 500, if you ask me, but I, I, I still like think it, it'll yeah, make it's definitely going to get 400 numbers. million. Here's the thing, though. So it got 400 for sure. 400 million plus with the Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, which came out in 2021, still during the pandemic. Like that was March 2021. So this was the one that, like, there's always the thing of like, okay, which film uh, was actually the one that saved the theaters and all that. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it was Godzilla X Kong. Like that coming out in March was the first real heavy hitter that we had, and it wasn't even that crazy heavy hitter. It was 100 million domestic, but 479 million worldwide. So it nearly got 500 million yeah. early in the pandemic era. Mm -hmm. which is great. And then this is now a sequel to it. I feel like there was some goodwill from that first one. It's definitely one of those go and put popcorn in your mouth and get to escape from the world type of films. So I think 500 million it'll get uh, at least. And then it could get up to, you know, 600, 650, somewhere around there. Again, I don't think it's got a like breakout potential as some of the other films we talked about earlier, but I think it, Bare minimum, it's gonna get four hundred million, right? It's not gonna decrease from the previous film, mm. uh, which was in the pandemic. But yeah, I don't think it's gonna go too too much higher. It does have the China effect as well. So does Dune too, which is the other like major factor in its favor. Oh yeah, mama, it's got the the co production. So it will release in China and hopefully get quite a lot there. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like all the Godzilla movies tend to be around. And the Kong stuff has been around like 500 million um, in that 450 to 600 range. So this one will be no different. I'm hoping 600 million for it. I'm thinking it'll wrestle around 500. I'm not as hopeful as you, but 600 million is possible. I think the ceiling is 550, though. Uh, for my next pick, my next pick, I was debating between Mission Impossible and Venom 3. 
which I guess shouldn't have been a debate. Well, let's talk about that choice anyway. So after part yeah. one, yeah, failed me. And then uh-huh. you decided to go for this part two. What were you expecting it to get? I thought it could make, I thought 600 was the ceiling. Like I thought it could get close. Okay. And it was going to be my last pick, but it was up there for me. And also it was a personal thing. I just really wanted it in my roster. Gotcha. Like in terms of like a movie I could root for and be really passionate for, it would be a fun last pick. All right. So that one is out of the picture. Now you chose mm-hmm. Kung Fu Panda yeah, so I was debating between Mission Impossible and Venom 3. And then, because Venom 3, I think, has a range of like 200 to 600. Like, I think it's a wide range, but I think it'll probably fall around like four, 450, maybe worldwide. Because I think it's going to drop off from Venom 2, but I still think it'll make decent numbers. But I was iffy on it because Venom 3 comes out a lot later in the year. And I was iffy on all my last choices. Because like you said, there's like a strong five and then maybe a couple extra ones in there that are kind of strong. And then everything else is wild cards a little bit with where it's going to fall all kind of like lower tier numbers, but some could do higher than others. And I need to make, cause it's going to be so close. I need to make as much as I can. So when I crossed out mission impossible, I looked up the last three, I cut out Venom three. Cause I was like, it's coming out way too late. And then I had a couple other choices to make. And I did some research. I looked up the release dates and Mark Kung Fu Panda and Sonic three were the two I was debating between. And mm-hmm. Kung Fu Panda comes out in March. Sonic three comes out in September. I'm going to, I said, I'll pick, Gunku Panda 4, it'll come out very, very soon. And I want to very, very quickly. Because the other four I have, Inside Out 2, Deadpool 3, Joker 2, Dune 2, I'm not swapping out any of them. Like, they're strong hits. They're going to make the money that I think they're going to make. I'm not going to swap them. There's nothing else I would swap them for. Like, you took all the other ones that are heavy hitters. The only thing I would swap it out for, the only one that I would swap is my last one, which is not going to be a heavy hitter. I would swap it out for something else that could potentially be a heavy hitter if I'm disappointed. So Gunku Panda 4... It doesn't look like super quality product. The other movies have been dropping a little bit every time they come out. So I was putting this one around 450 and I had Sonic 3 around the same number. I had them both about 450-ish. So I'm going to wait, see what Kung Fu Panda 4 does. I'm going to tell you my whole fucking game plan so you know exactly what I'm going to do. I mean, it was the obvious game plan to do. It was smart to choose the earlier one and then you can bump it to Sonic 3 later on. But that was the the logic I had to, which Kung Fu Panda 4 ultimately dropped off my list of contention. I was like, yeah, I won't choose it because it has been dropping. Like the most recent film dropped from the previous one. Um, So it made 521 million Kung Fu Panda 3. Here's the thing, though. China represented 150 million of that. Yeah. There's no guarantee that it's going to be in China this time around. Yeah. So that means the other one would have made 371 million Kung Fu Panda 3 without China. That's abysmal. So yeah, it's really bad. Kung Fu Panda 4, it has the nostalgia play, maybe would be the big like send off of the, the franchise. But you and I both, I think, also were influenced by like seeing the trailer. I think we'd be more uh, optimistic on it if we didn't see that trailer because yeah, I just For personally sure. did not vibe with. Um, but who knows? I mean, other people might love it and want to go and see it's like, it. And it's like it, one of the only kid money. movies coming out around that time. I'm thinking like it'll just be something that the family can go to. It's Kung Fu Panda. It's people are going to enjoy it as a family. Someone will go see it. True. Yeah. So you'll be able to get that uh, those metrics in pretty quickly of what's what's the performance looking like. And then whether yeah. or not you need to cast it aside. I think that might be the first movie in the roster that's coming out. 
Uh, it's Dune. Yeah, that or Dune March 2, first, yeah. And then you You're have right. a week later, Kung Fu Panda 4. Yeah. So what yeah. was the reasoning behind Twisters? Dude. That was a really wild card. <laughs> it's, uh, so here's the logic. Okay. Top Gun Maverick. 80s yes. film. Very popular. Yes. Very successful. Yes. Much delayed legacy sequel. Not a superhero film, like old school, old fashioned blockbuster filmmaking, great story, and it just hits and everyone goes to see it, especially like middle America. The uh, but honestly, the whole world, I mean, when it, and ended up seeing it, I mean, it made like 700 million domestic and then 700 million uh, internationally, so that's fantastic. Twisters, a 90s film with a lot of nostalgia attached to it, is a had a big cultural imprint at that time. Definitely don't think it has, you know, been as present in the culture as Top Gun, the original had been for the longest time, mm-hmm. but still, I feel like everyone, even just in the most basic concept of like the tornadoes, people understand that, but um, yeah, just the original Twister. I feel like a lot of people had seen it and were aware of it at that time and getting this delayed legacy sequel. So there's been more than enough breathing room Unlike Top Gun Maverick, it doesn't have a big star that's coming back to it. So you won't have the nostalgia factor of seeing like a character returning, but that does mean it's a bit more of a blank slate and it can be more accessible to anybody. Uh, And then it's also, again, it's a break from the superhero films as of late. It's a different flavor of blockbuster that has sort of been out of style for a little bit, but that can work in its favor because it'll be a nice you know, change of pace to a disaster film too. Those have not really been that popular since the nineties or two thousands, but it's like, mm-hmm. okay, we do things come back into fashion, right? Every two or three decades. So I feel like this one could be a really good, again, just change of pace, something that offers people a new experience for the yeah. summer uh, blockbuster that we haven't gotten in a while. Same way that Taco Maverick was, it was such a refreshing experience had a lot of rewatchability in that sense as well. I was like Twisters. And again, this is based off of just me hoping this is the case because it could be bad, right? Talk of Maverick also became what it was because it was a fantastic movie. Um, Twisters yeah. needs to also be at that level in order for it to hit. So that's tough to do. It's also tough of whether or not it'll come out on time because we haven't really seen any trailers or anything like that. So it could also mm. be delayed. Uh, which would suck. Um, and then there's just, yeah, the lack of the star power. I mean, Glenn Powell is in it. Daisy Edgar Jones is in it, but not, none of these are like A-listers, even though Glenn Powell's, you know, on the rise. I don't even think he's like the main, main character though, this one. So it's tough. It's honestly, I just wanted, I wanted to call my shot with a wild card. Sure. hope of all the ones that would be able to break out and be like a huge, massive, unexpected hit. It would be Twisters. Lee Isaac Chung, who did Minari, is also directing this. Yeah, that's crazy. Fascinating, like, uh, switch up of a beloved indie director that has now gone to the blockbuster scale. And I'm hoping that he will once again, like, give it a lot of emotion, emotionality, like a compelling, strong story between the characters that people can latch onto that makes it a worthwhile experience beyond just seeing all the 
CGI barns and whatnot getting torn up by the tornadoes. So, yeah, that's just, I'm hoping this is the one that breaks out and does like amazing stuff. Um, but it, I could be wrong. I don't know. Was this on your radar at all for? No, the, not for box office draft. No. Potentially Oscar draft for like technicals if the CGI is good and the sound is good. Because I mean, it's a movie where you're putting the camera in the center of tornadoes. If you do it really, really well, you could get some technicals pretty easily. For sure. But okay. But so. box office draft, no. This is a fun wild pick though. Because if it is like a really, really fucking good movie, because it's always been a good concept, like Tornado Hunters, mm-hmm. just naturally something I would want to see. If it is really, really, really fucking good, in the same way that Top Gun Maverick is fucking good, it could make like $800 million, which would be insane. If it did, I would kill you. I would throttle your neck. <laughs> that would be uh, insane. Not looking forward to throttling, but it would be such a great show when we get to come on and announce Twisters <laughs> doing absolute gangbusters. That would yeah. be fantastic. The Vindication would be off the charts. I think it's funny that every time we do this now, we are looking for the Top Gun Maverick of the year. It's like, you have to be. I mean, it literally it delivered you the win last time. There's one every year, apparently. There's one underdog every year that blows so, everything out of the water. That's what, that's what I'm trying to look for. Uh, let's talk about some of the other alternates and options that could be heavy hitters that we didn't have on the list. One glaring one, mm-hmm. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I was if you really went for it. I think I think the last one made like what 600, almost 700. It made 500 million. Where the plan 500, yeah. So, like, good numbers, like, decent numbers for like a second to last or last pick. But looking at the it's been so long since the last one came out, and looking at the fact that it's a different director and that the quality of the CGI looks different seeing the trailer, I'm iffy on it. Right. I don't think yeah. it's going to be as big a hit as some of the Redditors I've been reading up on think it's going to be. They think it's going to be like 600, 700 million. It's Planet of the Apes. It's going to do good. And I'm like, dude, I don't I don't stand by you at all. I think it's going to do like 350, maybe 400. Right. I'm hoping. Well, it'd be cool if it was good. But I just don't think, think it's going it. to be. It's going to be front loaded like like superhero movies are because people who want to see apes, regardless of whether it's good or not, are going to go and see it right away. And then depending on whether or not it's good is we'll we'll determine whether it has legs. Like that's just how it's gonna go. That's true. I was hoping that you were gonna pick it. You're gonna be a little bit biased by your adoration of the the franchise. Dude, if it was if it was the same director, if it was Matt Reeves, I would it would have been very high up on my list. But it's not Matt Reeves. Like I just don't and I've seen the trailer, it doesn't look as good quality wise. Dawn of Great. the Planet of the Apes is fucking gorgeous. It is. Yeah, like it is up there with like the creator in terms of cgi quality yeah it's fantastic and we will definitely dig into to that on an episode later this year but don because it did so well 710 million yeah i was also hoping that would like drive you to pick this film but i do think it it will only get around like 400 to 500 million you wanted me to pick it because you knew it was gonna stink because i wanted it to fail it wasn't gonna be as good yeah i wanted this to be one of your selections and be like "Mm, that one's not gonna work out too well because my picks were good. Dawn went from seven hundred and ten million to four had five hundred million. I and think it's gonna go down. It's a direct sequel, same director, same story within the same trilogy. Yep. Coming off a an amazing film. Like a truly yeah. fantastic film out of anyone that doesn't like Dawn. Um but yet it, it, so it good. declined pretty substantially. 
Sammy and 500 million still is made up by over 100 million that was from China. Again, yeah. no guarantee that this one will be in China. So, yeah, I thought Kingdom of Plenty Apes is going to have a much lower ceiling. So I was hoping yeah. you were going to end up choosing that. It's definitely one of the alternates that I had in there, but I was just like, yeah, I ain't no dummy. Cool. I didn't even write it down. I, it's not even anywhere on my list. Wow. Crazy. I saw the trailer. I said, not on my list. <laughs> you brought up Venom 3. So let's talk about that. 500 million basically is what you're I think four, 450 potential is what Venom 3 has. Gotcha. Yeah, this one, it was my other, like if I, I actually don't know how it would have worked out if I would have gotten first pick. And then if you would have chosen some other things, I don't know what realm it would have ended up. I guess the only way it would was if you picked Twisters, then I would have had to end up with Venom 3. That would have been my backup wild card. I think, again, the superhero fatigue, it's tough. I think it's probably not that affected by it, in all honesty, just because it's Venom 1 and 2, both of which were not at all critical darlings. Mm-hmm. But they still made a whole lot, a whole lot of money. Venom's just a very popular character. He's like definitely the most closely aligned with Spider-Man and more recognizable than all these other, like Craven and Madam Web and all these Morbius that are not doing well. I feel like there being three other Sony like superhero films this year. I should not know what the third one is. But the two, for sure. I think they wanted El Muerto to come out this year, too. But obviously mm-hmm. that's not happening. Um, I feel like that is going to be a little tough because people might get overloaded with seeing these Spider-Man spinoffs that don't have Spider-Man in them. But again, Venom, you get enough of like the actual like Spider-Man stuff going on that people like it. Um, again, Spider-Man's the one film superhero like franchise and Batman, I guess, have been completely impervious and will forever, honestly, be impervious mm-hmm. to a superhero fatigue. So I feel like it, yeah, it can still end up around 500 million. So it's a good... Yeah. Good backup bet, but I was like, I want a non-superhero film in my roster. For sure. And I wanted to bet on, you know, a big, big risk. Because again, Twisters could go far beyond Venom 3. Could also go way below. Venom 3 is much more of a solid, like, yeah, it'll get 400 plus. But I wanted to shake things up. Yeah, you got to go for a wild card at that point. If it's the last pick, just go for it. Yeah, for sure. Something to note, though, this is the first time that one of our rosters has no superhero films. I was going to say, you don't have a single one. That's crazy. I don't. So I'm hoping that'll uh, give me some good juju and I can win based off of that. But yeah, you do have, I mean, the two that you picked are heavy hitters for sure. So that worries me a bit. Um, The other big alternate choice, Sonic 3, Mm -hmm. which you brought up. Again, having like 400 plus potential, stuff like that. So good backup choice comes out the end of the year it's going head-to-head with Mufasa so mm-hmm. will they be able to coexist or will one take from the other again Dude. online you'll expect Sonic 3 to be the one that wins and thrashes Mufasa yeah. which I'm like I don't know what these people are on I just don't see it that's what I'm saying there some people online are just saying the wildest. Dude, there are people who are saying Wicked's going to make like $800 million. And I was like, there's no shot. <laughs> Wicked does better than 250 Like, there's no fucking way. Wicked's biggest fan. Here's the thing, though. <clears throat> so that was another one I was going to bring up as a potential wild card, which I wondered if it was on your It is a wild card, but I just don't think it's going to happen. I think it's too wild. Yeah, I don't know. It's 
That's why mean I was girls like, bombed in the Heights. Bombed like musicals Wonka are not hits right now. Made six hundred million. Wonka yeah, made six hundred million. If Wicked made six hundred million, that would be like its ceiling. Like there's no way it would do better than that. Right, but that's the thing. It's a very well established franchise. One of the most popular uh, Broadway musicals ever. It's got a very interesting press tour that's going to be attached to it with the whole Ariana Grande situation. Um, you know, the songs can definitely go viral from it. So I was looking at it and I was like, could this be the thing? Like, what am I missing? Could this be another Barbie? What's well, also like the the female audience for it? Mm-hmm. Like, how big are they going to show out? Because we've seen with Barbie, I mean, can definitely move the needle in a big way. So I was straight up, I was doing like informal polls yesterday. I was going around talking with some folks of like, do you know about Wicked? What are your thoughts on That's that? That's so funny. Um, and funny enough, a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, that's cool. I'm not going to say it, though, because of Ariana Grande. And I'm like, really? That's people so are, funny. We're not interested in it because of her. That's the opposite of what I thought. Bizarre. We did her in general. But some people were like, yeah, I don't want to support that. Um, so I'm like, huh, interesting. I don't know if they'll you know, actually keep to that when the time comes. Maybe they won't go see it in theaters, but I feel like they'll definitely end up seeing it anyway. But yeah, I don't know. It could be one of those things because it's it's the ones you don't expect, right? Like there's the potential for it. It's part of an established franchise. It's huge in another medium. And it seems like we wouldn't have it as a huge, massive hit. But look at what happened with Barbie. Look at how much talking Maverick. So Wicked, I feel like could also be in that realm of I don't expect it to. I don't think it would, but would I be that surprised if it did end up catching fire and being huge? Not really. It is a part one, though, that also works against it. People yeah. might want, not want to go and be like, oh, yeah, half of Wicked. Yay. I don't know why. So, you could definitely tell the whole story in like two and a half hours. Yeah, I'm not sure either. They're trying to They're just trying to milk it. That money, milk it. Yeah. yeah. Ridiculous. You so, can make right. it just a big summer blockbuster musical event in two and a half hours, and I think you will make more money. I think you can make like I think they a billion. Made, yeah, I think you could have made a billion off of Wicked if it was good enough. But I think with a part one, part two released in like off seasons, I think it's going to make congruent, maybe like seven hundred million added together. Dude, In the Heights fucking bombed. It did. I looked up In the Heights numbers because I was like, oh, it's John Chu. It's a musical. Like this could be a good like precursor to like see how it did. And I saw 45 million. I was like, that's how much it made in the opening weekend. And then I clicked on it and it was 45 million worldwide gross in total. And I was like, dude, abysmal. Yeah. It's terrible. It's really unfortunate. You hate to see it. So uh, it'll be able to be bad. Wicked will get more than that. Uh, I think it definitely will. Yeah. All right. Are there any other films that run your radar that should get out? Not really. Do you feel confident coming out of this? Here's what I'll say. I'm pissed that you took so many of the films I want to root for. Like, what the heck? Yep. That's what yep. makes me not feel as strong about it. Um, I mean, I have, like, good choices. Like, just took me four again. Solid hit. Mm-hmm. Wanted to. I do believe in Mufasa. Godzilla will be solid. Yeah. And then I have the wild card. So yeah. you're definitely in the better position than me at the moment. Mm-hmm. I um, agree. With much more I think- like, solid, reliable hits. This being my most confident coming out of a box office draft, this is the most confident I felt coming out of one. It has to be the least confident you felt coming out of one. Because, I mean, the first one, you had No Way Home. The second one, you had Avatar. And the third one, I had just a dud list, but just happened to come out on top from sheer fucking luck. 
Yeah. This has got to be like... Yeah, it was the least confident going in because I was just like, what are these like last three films going to be on the top 10? Like I, yeah, again, sure, I had yeah. my four, it was clear. And then I had my seven of like, okay, these can work. But yeah, I was like, I don't know what these films are. They So many yeah, right? could go either way. Like, how do you round it out, you know? And so, yeah, I was hoping we didn't have some luck with the coin toss. That didn't go my way. Hell and yeah. then I'm so yeah, glad the way something that. shook out, I thought it would have been at least... Although, but if you won the if you won the coin toss, you would have picked the spiggle me four anyway, right? If, well, yeah, if I did that, but I'm saying the later option. So if I won the, coin I think toss, you if think if you won the coin toss, let's see how it went. If I won the coin toss, I would okay. choose the spiggle me four. I would choose inside out two. Then I would choose Deadpool three. Then I would choose Joker two. Then I would choose Moana two. Then I would choose Mufasa. See, and that really. That sucks because I kind of, I don't know, I think Mufasa can come through. I would choose Dune 2. I would have picked, I would have picked Mission Impossible and we would have had that conversation. So <laughs> it would have been probably, mm, I probably would have picked Godzilla Kong. You'd pick Godzilla Kong, okay. And then that would bring me to my final choice, right? I think so. Of Twisters. Yeah. And then I think, I think if I had to make a final call, it probably would have been. Since I didn't have this Deadpool three, I would have probably gone with uh, Venom three because I would have been more willing to take a superhero movie. Either Venom three or I would have still gone with Kung Fu Panda four. So I would have had Despicable Me four, Deadpool three, Moana two, Dune two, Twisters, and you would have had. I would have had Inside Out two, uh, Joker two, Mufasa. Godzilla Kong and the Kung Fu Panda 4. Interesting. See, that would be tough because, again, I wanted to. So basically, I, know, I, would, I, take, I would take Mufasa, Mufasa and Kong. I would have taken Mufasa and Kong, and you would have taken Deadpool 3 and Dune 2. Which, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Which I would have been, I been a lot. I would have been a lot less confident had that happened. So I'm really glad I won that coin toss. Again, yeah, you're in the position where you have like the, the solid hits. I do like, have a lot of solid hits. These yeah. are going to be like very they're going to deliver well but your ceilings yeah aren't that high other than i'd say deadpool 3 i mean again if that truly you know had the no way home effect that could go crazy but yeah i feel like yeah you have very solid dependable hits but we're not going to get too many big surprises from you if mufasa and twisters go my way dude that would be um, i think mufasa will go your way i don't think twisters will that's That's my that's my prediction right now i think mufasa will be a hit but I think Twisters will be either you're going to do your wildcard clause. I feel like it's going to come. And I think you're either going to swap out Godzilla Kong or Twisters for something else. Uh, no, I think Godzilla's in. Mufasa's locked in. That's at the end of the year. So that's like a done deal. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about that yet. We put all not, our So is Moana 2. Moana 2 is also at the end of the year. Yeah. And just people before is a billion dollars. So I think if it's going to come, it's probably going to be Twisters for you. That's and funny. my wildcard clause would probably be Kung Fu Panda 4, which comes out first. So I get to make my first swap first. True. Um, all right. So, yeah, we'll we'll see how it shakes out. Definitely not my my most confident. But then again, neither were you last year, and it boded well. I think it'll also be a very close one, too. We'll see. This might be the closest one yet. Yep. Like this is a very close race, million. yeah. It's very tight. With the math that I was trying to do, where I really thought it was honestly going to fall, it's very, very tight. 
But I feel confident. I feel confident coming out of it. I got Inside Out 2, Deadpool 3, Joker 2, and Dune 2. That's pretty solid hits right there. It's going to be an exciting one for sure. And it starts off in March. You have your two films. And then in May. Well, actually, no. Yeah, because May, it's not going to be there. So the next one would be Godzilla Kong, Mm -hmm. which is April, I believe. And then summer, we again have a pretty stacked summer. Hopefully it goes better this year than last year. Inside Out 2. Went great for me. What are you talking about? My summer uh, was a blast. Well, the end of your summer, yeah. At the beginning, it was I made made $2 billion. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah, Deadpool 3, Despicable Me 4, Inside Out 2. uh, All those are going to be in the summer. And then in the fall, do you have anything late in the year? I don't think so. I think all my stuff is pretty front loaded. When does Joker 2 come out? Oh, that does come out in like October, November. I think that's the only late one I have. Everything else will be done by June, July. Wow. So we'll have a really good picture then of yep. like what, what I need to be at the end of the year. Exactly. Um, and then yeah. Mufasa will come and uh, seal the deal. I, I mean, that, that'll that be the one that it all rests on, honestly. So we shall see. Absolutely. All right, that is all the time we have. If you'd like to give your thoughts on the show, you can email us at theboxofficeshowpod at gmail.com. Our main title theme for the show is Sundown by Joseph McDade. If you like the show, please give us five stars on whatever podcast I've been listening to, and be sure to tune in next week. Have a great rest of your day.